0: The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to
1: Georgia Hello and welcome to Country with Celine. Today we are joined by up and coming country singer Clayton Hackle Clayton, how are you doing today?
0: Doing well, how are you doing Selene?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Okay, first things first. Georgia calls me home. That is your latest single out. And by the sounds of it, and I've already talked to you about this, you are a Georgia boy.
0: I am. Uh, through and through. I was born and raised here, still live here. Um, love everything about the state. So uh, when I got you know ready to pick my next single, this was one that really hit home for me.
1: Yeah so explain to me the inspiration behind that song and how special it was as you were saying it hit home how special was it? Yeah
0: Yeah. so uh, I have a lot of you know family heritage here a lot the culture in the state is truly amazing there's just so much that that goes on within the state just a lot of historical things but um, for me you know I'm a nature boy so I kind of go outside and I take in you know, all the pine trees we have here in open fields. I'm from a farming community, so uh, nature kind of speaks a little deep to me. And, uh, you know, I always had kind of a hunger, kind of a yearning to put that feeling into a song. So that was kind of the inspiration behind it. And I uh, just kind of sat down one night and, and uh, you know, started on it. And of course, a couple of days after that, uh, my friend Kyle Thomas, which is from Statesboro, he's also a songwriter, we collaborated. and. Uh, hashed it out, and the song was born uh, a few days after that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. This ground that I grew up on runs through my veins and in my bones It's buried in my heart Way down deep Like a lighthouse on the coast It shines a light down in my soul It's part of who I am
1: No, that's amazing. And I was watching the music video. It looks beautiful. It, <laughs> it looks so nice and peaceful over there, too. And the ending scene when you're on the lighthouse, I would love. Oh, my gosh. Um,
0: so I have to elaborate on that a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I really wanted to capture uh just the essence of the song and the video you know taking all the the nature scenes and stuff like that but uh the lighthouse especially i i grew up about an hour from uh savannah and uh tabby island is just off the coast of savannah georgia uh down here and um that lighthouse was just kind of like really iconic to me personally because we spent a lot of you know summers um when i was a kid you know my family we, we spent a lot of summers over there and uh it was, it was just in my mind the whole time when I was writing the song, couldn't get the image out of my head. So, you know, when we got ready to film the music video. That was, that was my one big demand for, uh, for the, uh, the video guy, was to make sure we got the lighthouse in the video. So.
1: Well, it was a perfect to really cool. end the video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was fun, man. I, that was my first actual full music video I've ever done, and it worked out perfect. So I had a great time filming that thing
1: that's great um i also i have to ask this one question too because i've seen a lot of like places down in the states where they have um like a water tower like that and and, and i feel like you guys can just climb up it like anytime you guys want like ha- like here we don't have that in canada level where i am in toronto like we don't have stuff like that and, like i've always wanted to yeah. like climb up a water tower and like you know bring my guitar sing a couple songs oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> is there like is there security or no?
0: I mean if, if you're not scared of heights and uh you know you want to climb up to a height that could kill you when you fall, you know, go right ahead. Uh usually, I mean, depending on where you are, they're they're locked up. There's a gate around the bottom. Mm-hmm. But uh there's some places in a small town, you know, I live right down the road from a really small town called Pulaski. And uh they have one there and I'm pretty sure if you wanted to climb it wouldn't be a problem, but you know. Um you know, going back to the 90s, there's actually a country song by Joe Diffie called John Deere Green. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but he actually talks about climbing up a water tower and spray painting uh, his girlfriend's name on the side of it. Okay, I really <laughs> got to
1: hear this song. Why? Wow, I feel so dumb. I haven't <laughs> listened to it. Hey,
0: well, um, I grew up listening to 90s country, so I'm pretty well versed in it, but I highly encourage you go go get yourself a laugh. It's pretty funny. <laughs>
1: Okay so let's talk about you then. Um, you grew up in Georgia as clearly it was stated in the song Georgia Calls Me Home. Yep. Um, so were you surrounded by music your whole entire life? Like you were saying you grew up listening to 90s music but did your dad play? Your mom? like?
0: Um No actually I grew up in a pretty non-musical family. I had a few aunts that uh, played piano for a local church but uh, I grew up you know, we, we were more fans of country music than we were actually, you know, musicians. So I, I just grew up in the culture of listening to a lot of, you know, a lot of country. And uh, I had, you know, as I got older, um, kind of got more curious and started picking up the guitar. I had some family friends that did play. And uh, I just hung around them a lot until I kind of, you know, figured out how to play. So that's kind of how it started.
1: <laughs> so what age were you when you finally decided, you know what, I want to pursue um, music as
0: a career? Oh, as a career. Well, um, I don't know. That's probably my early 20s. Probably like, I don't know, when I was 20, 21. I'm 29 now, so it feels like a long time ago. But uh, I just had my early 20s. I just, you know, after my first performance, um, I just had a hunger for it, you know, so that's kind of what made me step off into the deep
1: (laughs) just throwing it out there you don't look 29 (laughs) you just know you look young i thought you were going to say you're like 23.
0: (laughs) no i mean i appreciate that you know uh it's it's funny you know you get to you know the the brink of 30 years old and you're like man you look back in your 20s like holy cow there's a lot that happened but uh you still you know i feel Young, I've, I've done a lot of stuff in my life, and uh, music's carried me a lot of cool places, but I think the best is definitely yet to come, so.
1: Oh, for fun. sure. 30? <laughs> that's not even old. Okay, Clayton, you still got your whole oh, life ahead of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll we'll ask you the same question when you get there. How about that?
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm 23, and I feel like I'm already old, but I understand yeah. where you're coming from. No. So, musical influences. You said you grew up listening to 90s music. So, how much, um, let's say, who do you look up to now as a musician? Who do you look up to now? and Do you really find that the way they perform or or the way they write their songs influences the way that you deliver your songwriting and your music?
0: Absolutely. Um, I'd say if I had to pick three icons and that that i really like to base like obviously i'm not trying to copy or emulate anybody's career but there's three artists in particular that i absolutely love and i've followed for a long time uh number one being Dirk Spently. number two being josh turner and number three is a guy i really grew up listening to and gravitated a lot towards his music was alan jackson so um those are my big three obviously there's a ton of other guys out there that i love but i just love the writing styles of those three artists and uh i've been i have not seen actually I haven't seen two of them in concert yet but uh i've seen dirks multiple times so i i really gather you know on the entertaining side of performing side um he's just i don't know he's great and uh i'm sure the other two are they're more kind of stand behind the guitar and you know sing in front of the mic and not so much move around and do crazy things yes. but uh you know um I'm just kind of a blend, you know. I, I grew up on the 90s listening to Garth Brooks and uh, Brooks and Dunn, George Strait, and all those guys. But uh, I think if I had to kind of sum up my influences now, it'd be a, a mix of all those guys in the 90s and uh, kind of the guys who were breaking through in the early 2000s, so it's, it's fun. That's kind of my, that's my niche, that's kind of where I fall,
1: so. And so who would you say would be your dream collaboration then? If you got Ooh. to pick like one of those artists that you just named, or even like someone else, who would who would it be?
0: Oh man, that is a great great question.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, man, if I could write a song with Alan Jackson, just sit down him and pick his brain, and 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 be in the room with somebody like that, um, with so much experience and so much knowledge and country music, um, it'd probably be him. So. There you go.
1: <laughs> I love that answer. Did you see, I yeah. think on Netflix, I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix or Prime, um, there's an Alan Jackson uh, like documentary.
0: But yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was fantastic. I love oh, that. That's great yeah. to hear.
1: That's what I was going to go yeah. and watch right after this interview. Yeah,
0: yeah he's actually from uh, Noonan, Georgia, which is about uh, two or three hours north of where I'm from. So he's a Georgia boy, too.
1: <laughs> he's a Georgia boy that's cute
0: um
1: okay so also your Braves fan in your Instagram bio it literally says Atlantic Braves <laughs> fanatic okay so did you grow up playing baseball
0: no um I actually didn't I mean I played you know rec ball and stuff like that but never really got into playing music was kind of my thing after I got old enough to kind of make my own decisions but <laughs> um I grew up in Braves baseball, the culture of that um, from my grandpa actually, and all of his brothers, um, all my great uncles, my grandpa, they were all huge fans. And basically, um, you know, when I was a kid, I lived uh, just down the road from my grandpa, and every time I'd go see him, he'd be watching games. So um, I grew up watching it and kind of fell in love with it the same way he did and his family did. Um, when he was younger, you know, the Braves were like one of the few things on TV every night. So they kind of got embedded in that at an early age and I kind of followed suit two generations later. So that's kind of how that started.
1: That's adorable. <laughs> you better keep that tradition going. Okay. Don't hey. let it stop.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm still going strong. You know, I, trust me, my wife and all my friends will tell you that I'm kind of crazy. You know, opening day's coming up. So I've been, uh I've just been diving into all kind of articles and video footage from the off season and stuff, trying to surround myself with it because it's super exciting, so.
1: Hey, that's what you love to do, if that's something that interests you, why not, eh?
0: Well, you know, this the hat that I'm wearing is in the song that I just put out. So, you know, it talks about a faded old braids cap and that's kind of a tip of the hat to, you know, my grandpa and, and my upbringing. So, it's kind of all part of who I am. It's like full circle if you think
1: about yeah.
0: it. Well, I'm still I'm still uh I'm I'm holding on to the hope that I could go sing the national anthem one day in Atlanta for before a game. That's one of my things on my bucket list. So that would make it really full circle if that happened.
1: Oh, my God. I just got shivers when you said that. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. If that happens – no, no, no. I shouldn't say if. When that happens, because that's how you need to talk, okay? When that happens, you let me know, and I'm going to watch that game.
0: (laughs) Hey, I will definitely let you know. We'll do a podcast afterwards, you know, talking about the experience. How about that? Oh,
1: we have to, (laughs) because it's going to happen, okay, Clayton? Yeah, I believe Um, you. And now another uh, good news. Okay, so you and your band will be opening up for Rodney Atkins April 24th at this year's Vidalia Onion Festival. I hope I said that correctly.
0: Vidalia.
1: Vidalia.
0: Vidalia. Yeah, you got got to put a southern accent.
1: Ah, okay. Vidalia.
0: Vidalia.
1: There you (laughs) go. I'm so glad at pronouncing things. Um, <laughs> you were scheduled to perform there last year, but then it got canceled because of COVID. So how excited are you, and how much energy have you saved up for the moment?
0: Man, you know, it's, it's been a crazy past year. I was super bummed when last year's festival got canceled. But uh, I got the call to open for Rodney this year, and I've always looked up to him as an artist and just to, to share the stage with somebody like that. Um, it's just a feeling I can't quite describe. So, um I've been pouring a lot of energy and preparing for that already. You know, it's still a good month out. But, uh, you know, with COVID being here and everything, it's kind of shut everything down for, you know, the past year or so. So uh, having a show of this caliber, you know, coming up later this spring is something I'm super pumped about. So
1: it's cool. Of course. And now staying on yeah. the topic of festivals, what's a festival that you would say is your number one festival to perform at? like it's like a festival that you want to perform
0: at <laughs> um you know i've uh i've always thought the uh georgia national fair was pretty cool i mean it's up in perry georgia and every year they have super big headliners come through like zach brown and uh you know old dominion guys like that coming through taking the stage and i've always thought it was really cool that a fair you know here in in my home state of georgia had a uh concert lineup full of country music so uh something like that i mean it's the biggest biggest state sorry biggest fair in the state of georgia and i think that's really cool so
1: that's really cool that they have big headliners like that too come to a fair
0: yeah i mean it's just it's, it's a ball i mean um happens every october and uh you know cotton candy's in the air ferris wheel huge uh it's a big agriculture community up in perry too So. Uh, Kind of fits the bill, you know, with country music.
1: I think I have to add Georgia on my bucket list now.
0: <laughs> come on down. We have everything from mountains to beaches and uh, peach orchards and all those kind of, kind of things. We have really, really nice beaches. I would have to say that. A lot of people come here for that, you know, specific reason. So
1: For beaches? I would never would have thought.
0: Yeah. I mean, Florida's, you know, Florida's cool oh. and everything. But you have Tybee Island here, which is a huge Hub for uh, you know Hollywood movies and stuff. Uh, the last song with Miley Cyrus was actually filmed there a few years ago, and uh, a lot of Disney movies are coming down. Uh, Lady in the Tramp was actually filmed in downtown Savannah, a few miles from Tabby Beach. So, you know, a lot of cool things going on in the entertainment industry down here in Georgia. You should come down.
1: Yeah, I, who would have thought? Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and now a couple of days ago, you and me were chatting on Instagram, and you mentioned that you were going up to Nashville to record some new music. So what can yes. fans expect from that?
0: Oh, man. I'm uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I can expect from it, because I got my <laughs> hopes set pretty high. But, uh, you know, when I recorded my last single, um, I absolutely fell in love with the city of Nashville, and uh, specifically the studio I went to, Dreddy Saxman, Saxman Studios. Um, His production crew, his team of session players, and uh, just all the guys in his circle have been a huge blessing for me. And uh, it's taken my career to the next level. And I look to kind of keep pushing that forward. And uh, I'm actually planning on making another trip in about three weeks. So I'm going to go back up to town and uh, cut some more music. So I would expect at least a new single to drop in the next few months. So
1: That's exciting. That's my
0: promise. But yeah,
1: you heard it here first on Country with Celine. Yeah, yeah
0: that's right.
1: <laughs> so just out of curiosity, how far is the drive from Georgia to Nashville? I feel like it's really close.
0: Um, Not as close as you might think. It's about eight to nine hours depending on traffic, and specifically <laughs> Atlanta traffic is, is pretty bad. But for uh, where I am, I'm, I'm the southeastern corner of Georgia. Nashville is up towards the middle of Tennessee. Kind of north central Tennessee, so uh, it's a little bit of a haul, but it's not too bad. You know, eight hours, make a couple stops, stop in Chattanooga on the way, and
1: mm-hmm. check out
0: the the views there. It's beautiful uh, countryside from here there. So well,
1: there's so. You know, honestly, sometimes I get so jealous of you Americans because you have so many states. You can literally travel from the east side to the west and go through so many states. Like where I'm yeah. from in Canada, we have all these provinces, but everywhere so far apart from each other. So it's like, yeah. it kind of sucks, right? But where yeah. you are, it's so beautiful. Honestly, the states is gorgeous, to be completely honest with you.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. I've only been as far west as Texas. I've been that far, and uh, I'm, I'm planning on going farther than that later this year. But uh mm. just want to go see Colorado and Arizona and, yes. you know, the west side of the country. Um, that looks pretty cool, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of variety here in the state. So, you know, you come down here, you get anything from, you know, the Rocky Mountains to desert
1: <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> uh, where I
0: live. It's just a ton of – there's a lot of woods, a lot of tall trees
1: around here. So um
0: it's one of my favorite things is seeing green all over the place. Very yeah,
1: it's nature, nice. it's so gorgeous.
0: Yeah, um and the gnats are already out too. see so me sweat? <laughs> 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 um yeah, so uh I've always wanted to come up there where you are too. You know, Canada's a beautiful place. The
1: yeah
0: caribou <laughs> hunting and all that stuff. I've heard a lot of good things about uh about yeah. Canada. So
1: Canada's really pretty. We have a lot of open land like a lot of really pretty scenery up here, especially in BC. It's gorgeous. I've only seen photos, yes. but if you come up to Canada, you definitely have to go to BC. Yeah.
0: Do you speak French too? There's doesn't, doesn't a, lot, a lot of Canadians, don't they speak French?
1: Or is uh, just certain parts? No, no, honestly, not a lot of Canadians speak French. Only if you go to like Montreal or like Quebec area, that's where uh-huh. you'll find a lot of the French ones. and. They're not always the nicest, to be completely honest with you. But yeah, that's where you'll find them.
0: I don't know. I'm just I guess I read that somewhere, but you know. It's okay. There was
1: a TikTok going around and people were saying that we lived in Igloos. So like it's okay. <laughs> I have to get
0: up there and see for myself.
1: Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> um, now, Clayton, before I let you go, we're going to play a little game called Country with Clean Rapid Fire. So basically, I'm going to shoot you on a bunch of questions. They're not going to be related to music or anything. Just kind of get to know you. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. So your first one, um, this was, is a country music one, but it's not about your music. Okay. So um, favorite country song at the moment?
0: um things a man ought to know by helene wilson
1: oh that one's good that one's good i like that one too okay um favorite netflix binge
0: oh man um stranger things but right now i'm going through the 100 so those are kind of my two off of netflix
1: what season are you at with the 100
0: season five things have gotten really weird you know um that show is it's so it's weirdly captivating, and I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. I'm kind of a sci-fi guy, you know, kind of my guilty pleasures, like Star Wars and stuff like that. So it's up my alley, but uh, this, this one's out there. This, it, it's fun.
1: Yeah, no, I stopped watching it. I couldn't do it anymore. It was yeah. just like, okay, this is getting odd now.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Um, what are your two biggest pet peeves?
0: Oh, man. That is a good question. Um, I have to say when like people come to your house and they, you know, they're in your kitchen and they leave your cabinets open, you know, the doors, you have the kitchen cabinet doors and they leave them open and they walk off. That's the aggravation for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Why do um, people do that? They shouldn't do that. I
0: don't know. I'm like, that's a door. You open it and then you close it when you're done, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: common sense. Um,
0: that's kind of a weird pet peeve. The other one is when people don't text me back, um, you know, in a in a somewhat reasonable manner. You know, you'll text them something. It's like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, two weeks later, I'll oh, do sorry, I missed this. I'm like, you've had your phone with you this whole time. You know, come on, man. <laughs> I never
1: understood how people could go days without responding to messages. It's so odd because you are on your phone all the time. I know, right? It's funny. <laughs> like,
0: uh, I guess you know. With being in the music industry, I'm always, you know, I'm pretty plugged in Mm -hmm. to my phone because you never know when you're going to get a call about something, you know, opportunity or something like that. So uh, a lot of people aren't that way, but, you know, that's one of my pet peeves. Well,
1: it's a fair pet peeve. Um, (laughs) What was the best gift that you've ever received? Mm. What you think on these now, Clayton?
0: (laughs) I have a lot of great gifts people have given me um can i can i do two yeah that, of course you know? of course yeah. um my first my parents gave me my first guitar for christmas and uh i wouldn't be where i'm at now without that you know it kind of brought me along when i was 15 years old and my wife is actually a painter she paints like uh fine like portraits and murals and stuff and she painted me um a scene from the 1995 world series when the braves uh, won the world series against the Cleveland Indians. She painted me a scene of my favorite player, Chipper Jones, uh, batting in the World Series. So that was a really cool
1: wow, that is talent.
0: Yeah, I'll That's send you a about to send you a, a, a picture of it later.
1: It's pretty please cool. Please do. I would love to see that. <laughs> um and now last one, where's your favorite place to travel?
0: Oh, to the next show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I feel like the, my favorite place to travel is a place I haven't been yet. I feel like I haven't. I mean, Nashville, obviously. I mean, that's duh, That's probably my number one answer. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see, to go check out, you know, the rest of the country. Obviously, there's a lot of places I haven't been. And uh, I've always wanted to go to Europe, too. So, you know, maybe go over to London, see what life is like over there.
1: You know where you should go if you go to Europe? You should go to Italy.
0: Really? You should yeah,
1: well. to go to Italy. Coming from an Italian, I'm telling you, you gotta go to Italy. <laughs> the food there is immaculate and so good. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. But thank you so much, Clayton, for joining me today on Country with Slane. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. I really enjoyed this. And I can't wait to hear the new single, When It Arises. Okay, you gotta let yeah, me know if we see it again.
0: Yeah, you'll be the first one that listens, right? You'll be waiting at midnight when it drops.
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> you already got that, right? <laughs> of all love I know And no matter where I roam Georgia
0: calls me home Georgia calls me home